Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? Want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today's guest is truly one of the most special people that I have met along my journey, along my path. Rich Kozak. So what he does, he does so many things. He creates brands, but that's not why we're bringing on Rich. We'll eventually talk about that, but we're going to bring on Rich because he helps and talks about finding your story. And Rich has an incredible story in his life of finding it out. And praise God, right, right, Rich? Rich loves saying praise God. And it really is every time you hear Rich talking about all the things that he, he does without even thinking about cooking. Uh, we'll, have some co- we'll have some conversations about cooking. We're going to hear some great stories I love Rich Kozak. He's really one of the men I don't mind saying I truly love. Welcome to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. How you doing today, Rich? I'm blessed, and I'll return the favor. I just finished saying before we got on camera, I love whom you've become so far, and you're just getting rolling. So uh, it's a mutual admiration society, David. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I know... Um, Really, one of the blessings of, of this journey was, was meeting you and just becoming friends and getting to know you better. And actually, Rich when, when, uh, went away a couple of weeks ago to this mastermind. Rich cooked this amazing dinner just by just pulling a couple of things out of the, the refrigerator. So one, I know one of the things that brings Rich peace and joy is cooking. Why don't you tell us a little about, about your, let me see what's in the refrigerator type of philosophy. Uh, well, yeah, interesting that we would start with that. But for anyone who's listening, you can't make dinner out of what's not in the refrigerator and pantry. So I know why in the world would I even say that? Well, that's kind of what we do. Um, when you really do branding well and do it right, you only make your brand out of what's in you in your refrigerator and in your pantry. If you make a brand out of something that's not you, you will always be in conflict. So the impact driven branding that I teach and do seven steps that ensure that your brand impacts people's lives in the world, if that's what's important to you. And those are the people I work with these days is to give people access to their own authenticity through the process of hearing what's in their heart, hearing what they envision their impacts will be on people when they thrive at their brand and capturing that and defining the brand they must become to make those impacts. And so it's like looking in a refrigerator and the pantry and saying, well, what's in there and, and then cooking up a dinner. And I, you know, you use that example because my wife works at a hospital and it's about 24 minutes from the time she leaves the, I'm the cook at the house. So I I love that. We have organic gardens and I love to cook a wonderful, yummy looking organic food. And my wife will call me, I'm in the parking lot and I have 24 minutes to go, okay, a race in the kitchen, look in the fridge, look at the, and decide what to make for it and have it ready when she gets here, I realized, and you and I 
joked one day about how I do that with people with their brands as well. And Hey, you know, what a blessing. So, but, you, but you don't only do it only with the brands. Uh, you know, it really is also the stories. I mean, you, you also help publish books and things like that. So it's really learning everybody's true story, not only tied to brands, but obviously brands is, is one of the, the thing that you do, but it's also finding those stories and getting the stories out of people, right? You know, when we look at our, our stories, that's where some of the power really comes from. You're right. And using the word brand sometimes put people on a wrong track. It's kind of an Uber word for everything I do. A brand is just the perception of you, but it's not your perception. It's everybody else's. So everything you do creates that perception. So it's kind of the Uber word, but you are who you are. And being authentic to that, getting credit for it. Some people struggle with it. Oh, I do this and I do that and I do this. And I don't know what my brand is. But an umbrella brand can be created that includes every one of those pieces of them, every part of their story, everything they do that they don't see falls together, but it can. And when it's really well-defined, you get credit for the stories, get credit for the expertise, you get credit for the unique qualities that make that person outstanding in a way that others are not. And creating that perception is pure to them. It gives them credit for who they really are. It's not slapping some made up trick name, which is what many people think branding is. It shouldn't be that. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be. So particularly for people who are want to bring value to other people's lives, they want to bring an impact and they know their service or their product, or sometimes they see it as a calling, will impact others' lives in a positive way. Uh, those are the people that I love to uh, look in their refrigerator and make dinner. So, and it's always congruent. It's always gives them, it's always authentic to them. Praise God. And, and you're right. People come to a workshop that's a whole day. And, 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 and during the day, they go through these seven steps and they look down and they go, Oh my goodness. This is amazing. I'm watching my brand come alive on paper. And oh, praise God. Whoa, there's another one. So, we count them and it's our new marketing metric, <laughs> the number of praise gods in the world. So you're right. We, you know, we say a lot, but a lot of people say it. So it's a good thing. But it's all about being authentic. And, and obviously, you know, the, the path that, you, that we all take is different, but your path has been pretty interesting. Uh, you didn't come, you know, you've been doing branding for a while, but let's be honest, uh, you, you almost took that left <laughs> uh, off the road in you know, not wanting to do it anymore. You are so absolutely true. And I'm not sure it's a left term. It was an about face. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a point when I turned 50 years old a few years ago uh, and I was addicted. I was the executive vice president of a, of a, let's call it an integrated marketing communications firm. So we created websites, we created ads, we created collateral material, we ran PR technical articles for business to business companies. So semiconductors and, and services of all kinds 
And we had partners. We were a member of a partnership in 21 countries. I was addicted to that job. I loved it. I was really good at it. And I love branding. I love it. And here I got to join this these partners in 21 countries, we would get together in some country at one of the host agencies twice a year and train and get certified, becoming global certified branding consultants. How do you use research to elicit the foundation of the brand? Because you're going to move it from its country to a different country. It was like the pinnacle. I was, I was addicted to it. And I would come home from late from work and I would email my European partners and I get up in the morning and see if they sent me an email back. I was, I was short on sleep. I was out of shape and I just changed my prayers and said, Lord, I, I don't, I think I'm headed for not only a heart attack, but I think I might leave the planet. And the best thing I will have done would have been to launch that last campaign for that semiconductor chipset for disc drives. It's like, I'm not sure that's why I'm here. So I'm going to resign this addictive career to reshape my life. Show me what you want me to do. I'm ready. And that was my prayer for about six months. I left that job with the blessing of the guy who owned it. He was my good friend. I helped him for 17 and a half years. And we made huge marks with huge companies and just delightful. But I resigned and quit branding. And I said, I don't do branding anymore. I yeah. said that <laughs> over and over. Well, we get, well, See now you because you're now you know really heart centered branding versus business branding where you know you might have some heart guided things but this is really uh, a passion and that's the difference between having something that really is something you like to do versus something that you need to do because I love that comment that you said God please bring me you know where I can add value and it's more than just adding value to individuals, which is what you do. That's really what you do is is individuals versus these corporations, which maybe have a heartbeat, right? Well, we won't get politically involved about that, but it, you know, it's just different, you know, meeting those people and, and having that because that's, you know, like we talk about that peace and love uh, and we definitely want to get some love in, in on you, but that's really where the magic comes is that individuality. When you say you have somebody at your workshops and you're like, they see the light, right? You know, it's like a beacon of light. You know, you're, you're a beacon of light and, and bring that in. That's the magic. Boy, it takes one to know one, David. Uh, I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would call you a beacon of light and a heartbeat in what you do. So, and I don't necessarily mean just this podcast. You as a coach and you're on the path program is is a beacon of light to people who need it. Those who are either in the ashes of their life or those who want to take their lives to a much higher level and, and you help them soar at levels they've never soared before. So it's like, I guess it's a mutual admiration society, brother. Yeah. Um, so you're right. My prayer every morning is thank you for this gift, being able to see futures and possibilities and people and what they do. And put, I asked the Lord to put in front of me those people whose lives or businesses I'm supposed to touch with this gift and give me the eyes and ears and the wisdom to know who they are. I consider that the process that I do of helping people pull those, what they envision, how they're going to impact people's lives out of their hearts, getting it on paper and 
handling it in a way that literally defines the brand they must become is doing God's work. Cause I believe God put those desires in their hearts. So these days I work with people that really care about others and they're doing something that brings value to others. It, they, what they care about is the, is the impact they make. They really don't care about the money. They might need money just like everybody, but it's about the impact they're impact driven. And so this process is perfect. And, um, and my prayer, I think it just belies the fact, I don't even think I'm in control here. I mean, I'm control of the steps of the process I use, but those people who find me, like someone might be hearing me on this podcast right now and go, I've never heard of this guy, but I've been doing this for 45 years and, and I'm not going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> so I, I don't think you're, you're, you're able to stop at this point. I'm just getting going. Yeah. This is a whole different thing. Look, you know, like, because we work together a little bit, I feel this is love. It doesn't feel like work connecting one-on-one with someone and helping them step not only into an abundant brand that is they it's, it is pure them in a, a, you know, how, how they get credit for their own authenticity. But once we build a platform for their brand, that platform makes it much easier for them to step from that platform of business into their purpose. And sometimes they connect in beautiful ways. Praise God. So that's that's exactly it. Uh, You know, it's, that's those Phoenix moments that we talk about is being in the ashes and having that spark. It's a God given spark that that just ignites us all. And, and and when you're able to get that clarity and, you know, that was the part I, it sounds like from your story at 50 that you got that clarity that this was not, it was an, it was a, it was a nice, nice path and a lot of people would not have chosen to to move off that path. You know, it, it took some courage and bravery. How how that I was making some serious money. I was traveling the world. I was meeting a lot of my personal objectives. But I was also burning up my life being away from home and away from my children and and being uh, I you heard me use the word addicted to my job. The high, I, I often would say the high-pitched wine. I was addicted to the high-pitched wine. You know, every phone call is a different language. It's a different industry. It's a different challenge. It's like, Whoa! okay. So, <laughs> and, and agencies are smart. They put out bowls of chocolate and they make coffee all day long. So it's like the whole industry is fueled on coffee and chocolate. And you get somebody like me in there and it's like, wow. <laughs> My wife says, don't give him coffee. <laughs> so, um, you know, what I haven't told you before, uh, and it's very congruent with this podcast. So uh, we all go through tough times, challenges, personal, health-wise, family-wise, relationships, business. When I resign my career, uh, I don't like being idle my sweet mother who had a Southern accent said, Richard, you've never, you've always been busy. 
Okay. So there's always something going on. So when I resigned in the interim, before I got the download of what I was supposed to do, <laughs> I got really busy in real estate from my own account becoming, I worked with a family member who had been a builder for years and we got investors into homes, uh, took money and LLCs and bought really beautiful pieces of land. And we had seven homes designed, water meters installed, everything ready to get construction loans. And 2008 hit. I had a lot of money in that. And it I sank like a rock. Mm. And there were years from 2008 to 2000, let's say 14, 15, where, you know, someone who had been doing what I was doing should be on a boat or a, or, or a beach. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like wondering how the hell I'm going to get out from under the rock. Um, people ask me, I, I need your help. Oh, I love you. How can I help you? I, I'd like you to help me create a brand. You know, I, I love you, but I don't do that anymore. Wait, that's not true. Everybody in around our table uses your language. You're brilliant. I want to pay you. Really? Three in a row. Month one, month two, month three. By the time I finished the third one, which was about four months later, it was clear to me I missed it. I was really good at it. And this shift from big, big company to individual, because all of them were individuals, felt different. And the way I applied what I had done before with all the big companies, and I did. Now, this is the, pro you know, the process of branding, the marketing is the same. Even though there's all new media, the process is the same. It's just a process. Mm -hmm. And I've been teaching it for a long time. Big companies, I teach it to individuals now. And I came out from under the rock by literally stepping back in to what I was designed, what I was made, what my journey perfectly prepared me to do, but not with $14 billion companies, with individuals whose hearts care about other people. And, and wouldn't you say that that's also the, 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 the trick of, of life, no matter what we do, when things are too large, bringing it in time in our own space, that's where the power is. And... Because the universe really wants us to succeed. We talk about that. You and I have had that conversation. Mm -hmm. It wants us to succeed. It will bring us the right people at the right time when we trust that process, right? You know, you, you, know, you were, again, you were working at a really high level. Wasn't bringing, it was bringing you financial, you know, rewards. But we, we also spoke off, offline. Uh, you might not be where you were, but you're much happier and you're definitely uh, being rewarded differently, you know, financially as well. Now uh, doing what you're doing for individuals and it's making you so much more happier. It feels like a huge blessing. So when you asked me, how am I? And I said, blessed, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, and I get to, I get to share that. I get to share that. Let's get one okay. of the things I'd love to love you to share uh, is what brings <laughs> When I say the word love, so we talk peace and love, and mm. I, I, I know, and, and this is, uh, I'm kind of giving him a nice big fat, fat softball. I want him to talk about a little bit about love because uh, he, Rich is also one of the people who 
definitely has an opinion about love, but also doesn't mind sharing it, uh, who he loves and, and, and what brings that love into his heart. Uh, you, when you first said it, I had a flashback of coming home late, late hours from the agency uh, when my sons were they're three years apart. So maybe seven and 10, eight and 11. And it was way past their bedtime. So they were in bed for hours and I got home at whatever one or 12 or two, whatever, just stupid hours. And I would go into their room and kneel down, put my hand on their shoulder, you know, wake them up just for a second and say, let's do prayers. Daddy, son, let's do prayers and say, Lord, thank you for sharing with us that we're only here for two reasons to share love and to praise you and everything else is Mm man-made. Amen. So that's the guy you're talking to. Uh, You would have a tough time shaking me from that philosophy. Everything I read, including that book that's on my counter that I read every morning, just reiterates that all the time. It's about love. It's about love. Love yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's about sharing love. And if we miss that, we got to go back to square one. It's about love and, um, and praising the source. So if we don't get those two right, you know, we get to try again. And so I've been blessed in relationships. Very few people that I know have been married for 45 years. My wife, Denise, and I have been together for 50 Valentine's days gift um and it you know marriage is marriage is a negotiation and it's it's a process and i've been fortunate um to be married to an angel my mother uh is a wonderful woman and a great model of faith so i i believe that that's a large part of my um of my legacy and my inheritance is my mom's faith and her, her belief in the power of love and kindness in relationships. Um, love takes a lot of forms. You know, I love to cook. Uh, cooking is love. The sharing of food, the sharing of your home, a kind word to a stranger. <laughs> Even, you know, so many ways that we get to share love every day, every hour, all the time. But it's just a choice. And I paid $5,000 for one of these self-development programs. I was there for a week and we got this little wristband and there was two different colors and one stood for your higher self like love and the other stood for your lower self like, you know, hate or or, or your higher self uh, generosity your lower self uh, stinginess or anger and peace and all you know different higher self lower self things and the lesson was this thing wouldn't wash off for months a whole year i think i had this on my wrist and the point was in any moment you can choose to be in your higher self mm-hmm. you could be in the midst of anger and choose right now or right now to be in peace or forgiveness or kindness versus impatience or hurtfulness, you know, sarcasm. You can choose, and it is just a choice. 
And I wore the bracelet to prove it. I'm just saying. It's like everything. What is this? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a great <laughs> reminder. I mean, it, those touchstones along our lives really sure. do bring us back. And that's what changes our patterns and brings those, the things that are most important to you. Uh, you know, once you have the touchstones, it becomes a pattern. It becomes really, you know, a habit and, and all those things. Truly. One of the things you and I have in common, we understand that sometimes adversity occurs in our lives, in a relationship or in finances or in a job or in the relationship with a child or something. And it's not what happens to us. It's how we respond to it that defines us as a person. And we get, and it's that choice back to the bracelet, <laughs> anger, bitterness versus gratitude for what you do have or what you can do what you still have they say they who's they sorry i said that um it is said <laughs> by some that true wealth is what you have when everything you own is taken away yep it's That's what's in your heart it's what you know it's how you feel it's your vision and uh you and I are blessed that we are working in fields where vision, our vision for ourselves and our vision for others, when we can say, I know this is going to feel difficult, but this is what I envision for you. Take my arm. I'll take you there. Is so powerful. It's life-changing. And what a, what a neat thing that what a gift that we get to do that. Well, it is. And that's really what it is, is when I, when I say I'm a pathfinder, but to be able to walk along the journey with somebody who knows, could do it without me, but could do it differently with somebody. I mean, having the right mentors, walking with the right people leads you to de destinations that you can never have imagined if you were walking it alone or walking in that dark path as i talk about often you know and what are some of the things that you do to get yourself out of you know you've you've been in a dark path at times in your life we all did we you mentioned in 2008 and what mm. how do you recenter that thank goodness i don't have any of those going on right now no, not right now uh, I, yeah. but at the time um my wife and i See, our house burned down soon after I resigned my job. Uh, we were out of town, our house burned, and we were living in the Marriott. Um, sense of humor is amazing. The ability to laugh at what you shouldn't find funny. The ability to take lightly what you could take so seriously that it would just depress you. And and make light of that that's powerful well that um, reframing piece uh, you know it's that reframing the, the the possibilities uh that i talk about it is really so powerful 
And so how do you reframe? That's why I wanted to, you know, put somebody in. We've been talking about branding, but I want to know that for people who aren't interested in branding, oh my God, <laughs> but you know, yeah. how we can reframe our own lives. And because you've done that yourself and that's, you know, some of the value of what you could do in, not only in, if you're an entrepreneur, but also as a human being. And that's the really important part. I think it starts with attitude. I know it starts with attitude. It always has to. And and the attitude, you know, you hear attitude of gratitude a lot. Those are powerful words when you have an attitude of gratitude. Uh, and if you don't uh, spend a day in a veteran's hospital, you will. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm really feeling down. Hey, let's go to the veteran's hospital. You come out of there dancing going like, I feel great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know what you do have versus what you don't have and uh so taking that self-assessment of what am i thankful for what do i get to do instead of what do i have to do uh the thought of how do i not like oh let's line up all the crap that i've attracted or that has come down on me but what do i get to do to respond to it do i have a child do i get to model for them that resilience and the response to let's say financial adversity is not to be defined by it but it's to be strengthened by it. it's a mindset it's like i am going to be strengthened by this and here's my first step. I got to get to this point. Then I'm going to get to this point. Then I'm going to get to this point. That shift in attitude from, I don't want to be extreme, but let's say self-pity or depression to what do I get to do? And how can what I'm about to do have a powerful effect on others? See, when someone goes into that veterans hospital and holds hands and listens to stories and maybe even prays with people. It uplifts and it not only uplifts the people in the hospital, it uplifts the person who's doing the uplifting. I was writing a book this morning with one of my client helping her define language for titles and subtitles of content in a book about how we hide secrets and how it holds back our life. And um, I told a story about how I watched a young man who was fairly speechless and everybody was trying to get him to talk and tell a story. And he told a story that he tried to commit suicide and he never told that story before. And we were a little bit speechless, weren't sure what to do, but it gave me the story that the moment that any of us takes something from behind our back that we would otherwise really rather hide, mm. not tell the world about, we're not proud of it. We might even have made a mistake or we showed how stupid we were or whatever. And we put it in front of us and put a spotlight on it. We, we heal. And we help others here. 100%. Yeah. You, you never know who's going to need to hear your story. But when you take something out of the closet that you thought was really bad, and then mm. somebody else goes, I know what that felt like. That's really powerful. Uh, you know, or that 
I needed to hear that today. You know, you know, I, I put a lot of po- positive messages out there and sometimes it could even be too positive, uh, you know, uh, but in, in the sense of, you know, I'm not telling people how to live their life. That's not what, what the intention is. But some people, I, I, and I love it. it, it cheers me up. And you've done that to me, uh, as well as some of the people of your part of your team, where you're like, you know that post that you had the other day? And I'm like, I don't know which post you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> but you're like, I needed to hear that. And that just made me feel good. It's just like, I do some of it just for myself, but just by putting it out there. But when you hear somebody say, wow, thank you for sharing that, that's really powerful. I will put up my own testimony here that I have not yet, and I don't expect to, and I've seen a lot of posts that you've done. Your posts are typically substantial. They have, they're not trivial. There's not, Ben Franklin said, it's language that gets you thinking and it's substantial. I've never thought that it's too positive or too uplifting or too anything. It's not condescending. It's not imperative to do this right now. It's thought provoking and uplifting. And it's, these are very congruent with you and what you stand for. You truly help people understand that it's possible to reframe you towards a life of significance. I understand you have corporate background, but you spent a lot of time, I think today, just today, right? We're talking on a national holiday um, where you spend time working with philanthropies. You actually model a life of significance and not just a life of a a corporate uh, animal with a good job, gets paid good money and whatever, whatever you, 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 embody um, the resilience that enables a person to bridge from wherever they are into new possibilities and, and, and level up. I love what you stand for. Even in the simplest, when you're dealing with somebody who's surrounded by the ashes of their life, you stand for resourcing yourself in in the rising from the ashes, it's like, I love the language that you stand for. Um, I want more people to hear it. It's going to touch the world in a huge way. You really are special, David. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. We'll be back in a moment. This is John and Mark Cronin from John's Crazy Socks. And we're interrupting to say we hope you're enjoying this episode, but please make sure to check out our show, The Spreading Happiness Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes are available every week on all your favorite podcast platforms. Join us on our new podcast as we continue our mission, Spreading Happiness. Thank you, folks. You're listening to Peace, Love, and Bring It Back with me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky. There's a lot of R words there, I got to say. Uh, I, you know me with uh, my R words. Uh, we'll, we'll laugh about it. Uh, do you have a favorite R word? Rich. There you go. That's one of my Rich favorite Prince. ones. There you go. Rich Prince. It's who I am and what I do. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> um, do I have a, fa- I don't think everybody's ever asked me. I don't think you've ever asked me. Do I have a favorite R word? Um, rejuvenation. I love that. I say that because over the last 10, you know, I have organic gardens for the last 15 years. Now you say 10 years. I'm like, wow. Other five went by. I've been reading about what you put in your body and what not to put in your body. That includes a lot of things. It includes language. It includes attitudes. It includes food. It includes, you know, how you eat It includes sleep, how you, how we treat ourselves either give us exactly what we need to be as vital as possible, or sometimes it gives us the opposite. And you are what you eat, but that's not just food. It's the news you listen to. It's the ideas you, it's the people you hang around with. It's, it's, it's a series of choices. And I believe that you and golly, uh, I think it was 2008, but I could be off by a few years. Um, a uh, Nobel uh, science award given for uh, identifying telomeres, which is those part of the DNA that when they get too short, you die. And there's a, and they, they identified telomerase, which is an enzyme that if you take it, it, it keeps your telomeres longer, which means you live longer. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me? that there's a way that we can actually, you know, put something in our body that makes us live longer. Uh, yeah. It's like, when you get that thought, it's like, well, wait a minute, can I make a list and start on that list? Like, right now? <laughs> you know, So rejuvenation is rejuvenation of your attitude, rejuvenation of your, it's imbuing new energy, new life of uh, reframing how you see things, looking through other people's eyes that might be from a different generation and saying, Oh, yeah, all those things are rejuvenation. I, because of what I do, get this wide array of people, and the common denominator is impact-driven. I got all ages, from their 20s to their 70s. It's just another way I'm blessed. <laughs> and I get, well, I get to, and that's that leaving that mark, right? Uh, you know, moving mm-hmm. the, the butterfly effect, right? So all those people are going to move, and all the continuation mm-hmm. – of their brands and their thing. Now I know you have an upcoming uh, event, and I, why don't you tell us about this uh, uh, accelerator, your, your brand accelerator that you you have uh, every couple of months? To because I, I know that that's uh, that's that's who you are and that's what you do. Uh, really can help focus. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking me that. One of the things that most people I don't usually talk about the brand accelerator group in public it's more people that are certain along the way but thank you for asking so here it is when people when an individual is saying to themselves you know i've been doing this for 30 years i want to take it to a higher level i got to get this branding thing right or i've been doing this for 30 years and i'm done with that now i'm going to do what i love but i better get this branding thing right or I have this thing that I really want to just create and I want to touch the world with it, but I need a brand and I don't want to create that. And I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to have to do it again. I want to do this thing right. And they all looking for somebody that really listens to their heart and really cares and understands them. And like, who is that? How do you find that? 
and they want to get it right. And chances are they don't want to take a long time or have to redo. And they find out that there is this process that I teach and guide and coach that in eight weeks, and that only includes seven days, but it's over eight weeks because we have two one-month breaks for work in the interim, back and forth, and it's on Zoom. Nobody has to fly anywhere, and it's called Brand Accelerator Group. And my next one begins for people that know, look, I want to, I want to get this work done and, and I want it done. I want it done, done so I can move on. So my brand can launch, but I don't know how to say, what do we do? We need better ways that we need want to attract the right people. All of these businessy things that defining and languaging their brand powerfully can affect. And they realize it can be done authentic to them and done quickly with this process. Uh, so it's a seven days over eight weeks. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and a month break, Friday, Saturday, and a month break, Friday, Saturday, and we graduate, meaning we celebrate all the work we've done and all the work, all seven steps, including messaging hierarchy and a crafted positioning statement, brand names for all the things the brand does, not just the brand itself, but it's programs and it's weekends and it's groups and it's all of these things are part of the flow and they're all congruent with the person Mm -hmm. and it's all done in eight weeks. That's pretty powerful. Um, Usually when people hear about it is when they come to my workshop, which is a one day go through all the seven steps and get a feeling for how you can understand it, guide it, see it come alive on paper. We were talking before about how people look down and go, Praise God. Yeah, that's another one. My brand is coming alive on paper. I, this is amazing. That's the one-day workshop. With The next one of those is on June 18th. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to, if you, uh, you want to put a link or. Yeah, of course we'll put a link. Uh, you know, we want to share that. And, uh, you know, as somebody who's experienced some of that, uh, I have to say, you know, Rich doesn't even tell, tell you the whole story about it. It's, you know, it makes it sound like, okay, you, you just take a couple of classes. Rich gets involved. Not classes. Yeah, yeah classes. right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's walking into Rich's world. It's, it's all, and think about all the things with his, between his experience and then your own passions. That's the thing is when you're in your ashes and you have that spark and you rise from yourself with your brand, with your story. There's so many different pieces of this that are valuable for on so many different levels. And that's why I wanted to bring you to, you know, peace, love and bring a bat because that's what it really comes down to is that rising piece is that seeing things that you hadn't seen before that reframing and getting it quicker. We all want to do things quicker, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you want to move it quicker. You want to have that. And you know, just meeting Rich, really, you know, you and I met, we connected right away, and, and I said, you're the guy that I want to be with, and uh, in a safe way, you know, I, I, I don't want Denise to feel that I'm edging in on her, her territory. I didn't um, hear it that way, that's yeah, okay. But, <laughs> but uh, just making sure, uh, not that there's yeah. anything wrong with it, right, the, the old Seinfeld, but, um, you know, it, it really is, you know, when, when you can step up, if you want to level up in life, you have to be with people who have leveled up or who can at least enhance your life differently. And Rich is one of those people. 
So the, the, the big unexpected thing is that impact. It, it's beyond the impact level. It's at the, it's at the stepping into your purpose level. So people think about branding as something, a business, you know, a business needs a brand and make the business. Brand. I need more impact driven branding definitely defines the brand. You get to the business faster. You get to the money faster. You get to your impact faster. Hey, praise God. But it doesn't stop there. We're, our businesses, please. I hear this with your heart. I pray hear this with your heart. Our businesses are not why we're here. They're just a vehicle. Why we're here is why we're here. And when we find that out or when we realize that, or when we have an abundant business platform and it creates the ability for us to more easily step into our purpose. And now this continued process takes over. The second book comes out about a bridge category. The third book comes out and it's about our purpose. And now we've gone from being significantly successful in business to we're stepping into our purpose and we're still significantly successful in business, but we got to step into our purpose faster and literally become more significant in our life on this planet. It's like, praise God. Whoops. There's another one. (laughs) Well, and, and that's, really and that's what, what surprises most people. Wow, this isn't just branding. There you go. <laughs> right. It, 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 it leads you down that path uh, and you don't know. And that's why when we, I mentioned earlier about walking the path and knowing the path, when you're with the right people, it takes you down roads that you never would have expected to be and seeing things that you would have never expected to have happen. And I want to say thank you so much, Rich, for, for coming. Do you have any final words for us? And, of course, we'll put all your links in uh, as part of the notes, but do you have any final messages or seeds of, of knowledge that you want to share with us today? Clarity is hugely important. And so whether you're thinking about yourself, if you're listening to this as an individual or as a parent, or as an employee, or as a leader, or as a whatever you see yourself as, or a brand, any of those, the clarity with which you speak, and speak is comes out of your mouth, it's how you show up, it's how you hold yourself, it's what you stand for, it's the reputation you get, the clarity with which you or your brand speaks, shapes your impact. Start with clarity. If you don't feel you have it, find a mentor, find a coach who is expert at getting you to clarity about you, not pasting some clarity on you, but getting you to clarity. That's the starting point and the alignment And everything you say and do after that aligns with that clarity. That's my parting kindness for everybody. Make sure you've got clarity. And if you don't find somebody can help you get it. Okay. That's awesome. I mean, you know, I'd use that as just, you know, the balance when we talk about balance and, uh, you know, if we're going to find that balance, you want to make sure you find peace and love. And when you're bringing a bat, you need the balance to hit your sweet spot. And I thank you so much. And you definitely hit the sweet spot for me today. So I appreciate Sometimes you need that bat to hit it out of the park if you get a chance. Yeah. You know, uh, that, that's what it is. It's all about hitting that sweet spot. And you know when, you, when you've hit the shot right. Yeah. David, thank you 
I really appreciate your your kindness in inviting me. And I hope to goodness that those who are listening to this get a lot out of it and share with others that need to hear it too. Thank you, sir. And have a great day, everybody. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither, and licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at davidshemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just to chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste. Namaste.